This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending in the library news. Hi, I'm Sheila Stovall. And this is Mariah. Welcome to Among the Stacks. Well, Mariah, the weather is beautiful, birds are singing, daffodils are blooming, <laughs> and maybe I might survive winter. How are you doing today? I, I am with you. Um, just wish that my asthma would just calm down, just simmer <laughs> down a little bit. It, it's a, it's as excited as I am about oh, the nice weather. Oh. <laughs> well, yesterday we had a really interesting book club. And if you've never been to a book club, I highly encourage you to join one because it will open your eyes and mind to yes. new books to read that you never would have picked up. And that was the case of the book that we read uh, yesterday and uh, it was a hard book I actually couldn't finish it because these people yeah. went through such hard times but you know the reason people read is one they want to either be entertained or yes. escape or to learn something and I did learn something in, in yes. this book it was um, it was hard it was about a time in, in Korea when there was at the turn of the century when there was a lot of upheaval and it, the author was uh, by a very famous writer in Korea, Young Ha Kim. And okay. uh, but I love the enthusiasm for the book the, uh, for the person who led the discussion yesterday. Yeah, it takes place in 1904, and oh. uh, this group of people immigrated because of all the upheaval. They thought they were getting this free passage to Mexico, but actually they ended up being indentured servants. And it was a oh. very very hard life you think about being crammed on a boat with with a a large number of people and how hard it is i had to look at the map to see how in the world would you get to mexico on a boat from korea and so we talked a lot about like wonder what route they took and right but it was very interesting and uh it's not been my favorite book but i'm glad that i was exposed to it so if you're not part of a book club uh, yes. I would highly encourage encourage you to do that. Next month, we're reading a book that that I've already read, and it's What Alice Forgot. And uh, I really love this book. It's by Leanne Mor- Moriarty. I'm probably slaughtering the yes. pronunciation of her last name. <laughs> but is a real spunky woman in this book, mm-hmm. and her granddaughter uh, is part of that adventure. So I would encourage you to stop by and pick up a copy of that book. It's We meet the third Tuesday of each month at 1 o'clock, which is the same yes. day that your mystery, Murder at the Library Book Club, yes. they meet at 5. So what's going on with your book club? Oh, we have such a an eclectic group of people that show up, and everyone just seems to have a great time and and like you said you really do need if if you're in a place in your life where you love reading and you love discussing books join a book club it doesn't have to be one of our book clubs it could be wherever you live or you could start one at your church or with your group of friends it's so much fun to discuss books and you were talking about you know reasons people read and Neil Gaiman said, you know, you read fiction to gain empathy mm. because you sometimes read, like you said, you had no idea what was going on Korea in Korea at that time. Yes. And, you you know, and, and I certainly had empathy for the people on that boat. Exactly. And there were a few of the people I wanted to throw off that boat. <laughs> there's always <laughs> there's always a couple. There's 
very uh, this, evil people. <laughs> <laughs> this month, of course, you know, it's a murder mystery book club, and we only do one true crime a year because we we do want to enjoy it, and sometimes true crime is just so heavy. Uh, but this month we read Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever read any of Riley Sager books, there's always a little um, supernatural kind of just like a drop. It's not it's not the whole focus of the but there's just like he takes a dropper and just drops a little drop of it in there. Wow. And I'm this one it, I'm looking it up on Amazon and it's had ten thousand six hundred and sixty two four point four average reviews. So there's got to be a lot of five star reviews out there for this book. Yes, yes. A very good book. We all enjoyed it. Um next month we are going to read an older CJ box which is called Three Weeks to Say Goodbye. So, and like I said, we we have we have a young lady in there. She's in her 30s. We go all the way up to retired people. And just, you know, we get in there, we start discussing the books, and everybody, and that's the best thing about book clubs, is everybody's super respectful to other people's opinions. Right, because they're someone's opinion. They're not right. They're not wrong. This their opinion. Exactly. Or they're, I guess their opinion is their opinion. We, no right. one is. It's a safe place. You can share It is opinion. a safe place. Yes. And, you know, and for a long time, we only had one male in there. Mm-hmm. So, we, you know, whenever there was a, a male character that maybe we might have been a little harsh on, <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our male members like, now, wait a minute, ladies. <laughs> you know, so it, it's nice just to have a group of people just talking and I'm, I'm very curious about this CJ box because I have not read this one and oh, okay. uh, yeah so this is going to be totally new because I had read the home before dark and right. just just loads of fun uh, oh if my you're... goodness well it's also got a lot 4,319 uh, 4.5 reviews so lots of 5 star reviews for that yes too. so, so that's, good that's be a good <laughs> book Okay. And our one month, our, our one year anniversary is next month for this oh. book club. So we're all we're all going to get together and bring something to eat <laughs> and there have a little go. anniversary party. Yeah, we always eat at book club. So even if yes. I haven't read the book, I go so I can eat, eat the it, treats. And exactly. also, I love hearing what other people thought about it. Because even though I didn't yeah. finish this book, I loved hearing what other people thought about it. And mm-hmm. and she did share the ending with me, and so. But that's well, good. that's good. Okay. Yeah, and and it's always nice to see what else you're reading, and we'll share what we've been reading besides the book club book, and and people are reading things that they may not even known about. Yeah. So yeah, oh, that's lots, what I love. Yeah, learning. I always want to learn a little bit of something. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, talking about learning something, we've got a program coming up. We have a the Kentucky Humanities Council. Uh, we have a speaker coming from their Speakers Bureau on uh, Monday, March the 20th. Uh, Charles Bogart, who is an expert in railroad history, is mm-hmm. coming to talk about the missing link, the Louisville, Cincinnati, and Lexington Railroad. And I think it's great. that I know the Historical Society is going to come, but it's also open to the public. So it starts at 6 o'clock, but especially as we're updating our our own depot and there's lots of interest yes. in that i think this will be a great um program for of kids of and adults to learn about railroad because we just don't have that 
that sort of knowledge anymore not with the railroad stop not here in scottsville today right and so so i'm excited about that program coming up in march um do you have any other programs that you want to mention before we get into the book talk i i know that so many people have been interested in the watercolor class Mm -hmm. and we were able to get those two extra programs they've already filled up so just hang in there with this people we you know we have classes coming up and, and more things that we're trying to work out, hopefully with a grant. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited, especially if we, if we can secure that grant, that we might have possibly programs once a month. Yeah, you know, it would be yeah. great if we can do yes. that. A, a program for adults and children. And so, yes. uh, so that we're hopeful. We just don't know. But we yes. will continue to offer art programs. But they are probably yes. one of our most expensive programs because we pay exactly. for the teacher. Even though sometimes mm-hmm. Mariah is the teacher. We don't yes. pay her extra. But, <laughs> but most of the time we look I'm for I'm on the outs- clock. <laughs> yeah. We're here yeah. For we do pay her. But we also yeah. have look for experts in other areas. Uh, and right. So we we pay that. Plus, we always when you come to a library program, it's free. So yes. we pay for those supplies for you. But um, but anyway, so just hang in there with us. We'll yes. we're doing the best we can. <laughs> and I love you know yesterday. Of course, this week is I feel like I have not gotten ahead of above water all week yet. <laughs> but there's been a lot going on because Monday was a holiday for us, not for everybody, yes. but we were. Yes. And but I thought I thought back to you know two years ago when we all shut down for COVID. Mm-hmm. Oh, how yeah. wonderful to be in this library with it being so active with people. Yes, and uh, so if you're not coming by the library, well, you're missing out. And <laughs> I'll just tell you, there's great stuff going on here. So, uh, well, let's talk about books. So any what interesting okay. new books have you been reading lately? I read a debut novel, and uh, it's called Small Game by Blair Braverman. And it was suggested to me by a patron, and she knows how I like twisty little mysteries. And she she wanted me to read it to also give her my feedback on it. And I don't, of course, this is her first novel. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing how Braverman's how she gets better, mm-hmm. how, you know, because it was a really good storyline. It was this girl, she's chosen by this uh, production company. They're doing like a survivor kind of thing. And it was right. called Civilization. And they dropped five people in the middle of nowhere, literally flew a helicopter over a lake and told them to jump. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. And so for the first three weeks, the camera crews were there. The cameras were up in the, the trees, you know, whatever. And then one day they just didn't come back. Oh. Yes. Yeah. And so it, I saw how she was, she developed the characters well. And it got a little draggy with a lot of information. And then all of a sudden, because I listened to audiobooks, and I'm like, I'm at 100%. And we're not at the end. From the 99% to 100% done, she ties up the whole novel. And I'm like, oh, she rushed it. Oh, so, she got yeah. a word count in or something. or she was That's what, it, yes. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay. So I'm look, I, I will read other things by her as she writes them because she did a good job, but she just got to the end and was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my yeah, goodness. and I'm just sitting there going, okay. 
Now, now if uh, she had the great editor, they wouldn't have let her get away with that because right. I mean, I'm talking within a month of my when my book came out, and there was a something a little bit like that. She's like, "You can't have something that dramatic <laughs> without more emotion," and I'm like. Well, like what? She's like, you're the writer. Figure it out. And I'm like, right. <laughs> you're like, but I'm done. And then I was so glad that she did that because then right. I was like, oh, that just touched my heart. And right, because so- <laughs> I, I would love to recommend this book to everybody. And, and if you don't mind reading a debut novel and take it as that, right. then fine, read it. And, and but I will give her a second chance. But I was sitting there on my couch going, what just happened? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Charlene Harris, I read her years ago, and she did the Aurora Tea Garden series mm-hmm. and the Lily Beard and the Suki Stackhouse, which right. HBO turned into True Blood. So, oh. yeah, yeah, it, it that's that's when she took her series to like a fantasy right. level. I did the not first... realize True Blood, and not that I've watched it, but was inspired yeah. by Suki Stackhouse, Stackhouse books. Yes. Oh my yeah. goodness! So Interesting. right, I saw out on our um, new collection that Charlene Harris has a new book, and it's the fourth book in the Gunny Rose series. So I was like, well, okay, I'll give it a shot. And the first one is called An Easy Death. It is it is set in America, like in the 1950s, but it's not our 1950s. Um, President Roosevelt died while in office. And when he died, there was this flu-type thing going through America, and it, it hit like three separate times killing thousands and thousands of Americans. And then we hit an economic crisis and other countries swooped in to claim parts of America. So like Oregon and California is now owned by Russia. Uh, The 13 colonies was taken back over by Great Britain. Canada came down and took several states. Mexico's like, well, we're taking Texas back. So you've got all these different areas now. And uh, Lilibeth Rose is a gun for hire. And she's 19 years old. She's been doing this since she was 16. And it's her story. And it's very good. She's a very feisty young young lady, and she doesn't mind killing people. It's part of her job. Um, but she, she finds love along the way, and there's four books, and I'm right in the middle of the third one. Oh, <laughs> I just started God. listening to them, and I haven't stopped. Oh, and it, it's, yeah, if you like Western but you're, you're not all sold on the gunfights and the OK Corral kind of stuff. It's a really good little book. There's a little bit of fantasy in there because the Russians have um, magicians mm-hmm. that uh, can handle things for them if they don't want to get their hands dirty. So it's a really good little book series. I'm so glad that I, I decided to, to revisit Charlene Harris. Oh, okay. I could see this being a TV show. Oh my goodness! So yeah, well, it'll be yeah. interesting to see if your prediction comes. Yes. To light. Oh my goodness! Well, yeah. I, I just finished reading a book that really touched my heart. It was called "Our Missing Hearts," and it's by Celeste okay. Ning, Ng. Yes. And I'd read her first book, "Little Fires Everywhere," and this book uh-huh. was nothing like it. But it's told 
other than it's told from the point of view of a child, a 12-year-old boy. And his name okay. is Bird. And his uh, parents are biracial. His father's American. His mother is uh, Chinese. But she's American okay. Chinese. She's like second-generation Chinese. Okay. And it goes from the point of there's some sort of big financial crisis and you know meltdown and people go crazy there's rioting and there's nothing and then um and they start people sort of start blaming the chinese i I would relate that to after 9 11 how people blamed all the muslims you know right exactly you know watch you know like big brother be a good neighbor watch out watch people you know (laughs) i'm a good american that was sort of you know people would have their american flags out and all this and so what happens and his mother was not an activist at all she was a poet and uh someone latched on a poem that she wrote even before all this craziness uh, like you know, she she published her little book of poetry, and it was like, oh, I might sell ten copies, but right. somehow uh, a woman at a rally, you know, with people who were protesting because if you know if yeah. you weren't a good American, they might take your child away from you because they don't want this child to be influenced by oh my goodness radical parents. Yes, and so uh, this young woman who was pro at a protest protesting them taking people's children. It's called Pact and okay. uh, taking your child. So this young African-American woman holding up a part of that poem on a oh, sign no. for missing hearts because they were taking away children was shot. Right. And that <sighs> sort of became the rallying cry. And then everyone started taking the lines of her poem and protesting. And so oh, she no. then was identified as a threat, you know, yes. as a subversive person. And so she actually ends up leaving bird and his dad and i'm not gonna say anything else but yeah anyway it really makes you think and and think about how fear can make people act in ways you know a lot of times i think about like in world war ii i was watching a program on um tv you know last night about Mm -hmm. hungary uh how the jewish people in hungary how you know one day they were friends with everyone in their little communities. And then when they were invaded by Germany, it's like, everybody's like, Oh, they're bad people. You know, we want nothing with them, you know, and it's kind of people like turn like that on a dime and there's, you know, or if you've got something against your neighbor, I'm going to report them. I don't like him. You know, know, whether it's true or not, you can report them. And the next thing you know, your child's being taken away or you're being put in prison. Uh, and so you just think about our freedoms, how we must, and that's what I came with. We must safeguard our freedoms for, you know, there are yes. books in this library that I, I wouldn't read for nothing, <laughs> but I would stand and protest for anyone's right to have that. And people exactly. would be surprised because I'm a Christian writer, but I'm going to defend everyone's right to read what they want Absolutely. to read. Except yes. parents get to filter what their children read. Not yes. me. Yeah. Parents. No. All parents must protect their children, and they need to be paying attention to what their children are reading. That's not my job, and but I will defend the right to read with my life. I will, yeah. And I'm just like you know, so we must. That's part. Freedom is not free. Too many men and women have died for me to have freedom. So I didn't mean to that sound right. I'm just I'm proud to be an American. (laughs) I really am. Yes, but I just want everyone to be respected. And I want everyone exactly. to enjoy their right 
as Americans for freedom yes. and freedom to read and freedom to speech. I think it's, you know, even though people say mm-hmm. stuff, that I'm like, oh, you don't need to be <laughs> saying that. So that's what my brain is saying. But this is America and they yeah. can say that. And so, yes. Anyway. Now, that doesn't mean you can yeah. cuss in the library because I'm going to ask you to go outside. No. <laughs> I'm going to say, excuse me, yeah. but that's not, that's not yeah, appropriate we, we... behavior. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say. You still you have to have like, manners. We, we treat everyone with kindness. <laughs> we, we really strive to treat everyone with kindness and respect. And exactly. It, you know, honestly, we just don't have a lot of and problems with people acting ugly here. No. So, but, that you know, this is no. America and they can... Go out on the sidewalk and say whatever they yeah. want. And uh, so, yes. and I don't have to listen. And that's the thing, too, is, you know, you don't have to listen. Yeah. And if there's books here in the library and that you don't think should be here, you don't have to read them. I'm not going to make you read those right. books. And so. You do not have to check it out. And you can make, you can tell your children they yeah. can't check so, it out. Well, this but, book, Our Missing yeah. Hearts by Celeste Ng, really uh brought that to light of how important our freedoms are and how how well wow, i might i might have to look at affect, that affect that and so and the, yes. the poor little poet you know she just wrote a poem and they took a line out of that and that yes. came the sort of rally cry of the, yes. the the people who were fighting against it and you know she just wanted to live in our little two-bedroom house with her husband and son yes. and uh Keep her head low. She'd been trained from her parents, who were again immigrants, to keep her head low. Don't right. cause problems. Keep yes. your head low. And yet, even then, you know, she she didn't. So, but she, anyway, well, I uh, think we're almost out of time. Unless you had another book you wanted to mention. Yes, ma'am. Nope, that's it. I'm I'm kind of hooked on Gunny Rose right. right now. <laughs> well, folks, we hope to see you at the Allen County Public Library, and don't forget. Even if you don't come in to see us, you can always download digital audiobooks or digital ebooks with the Libby app. Just go yes. to com. Thanks for stopping in today. Bye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you Among the Stacks. <laughs>